What's up, everybody? This is Justin Flinner coming to you live from Northern Virginia with the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Mental Medicine. In today's podcast, I want to talk to you about why are you so unsatisfied? There's a point in everybody's life where we actually feel like, you know what? This isn't enough. I'm not satisfied with this point of my life. I'm not satisfied with my career. I'm not satisfied with the way I'm taking care of myself. I'm not satisfied with the way that my life is going. Why is it that we are unsatisfied at these points in our lives? Maybe you're there right now. Maybe you're not. Maybe you feel like uh, you've reached beyond that point and now you've gotten to a new place where you're satisfied, but the same thing is going to come up again. You're going to love where you are for a certain amount of time, and then you're going to reach a point, and then you're going to feel, okay, now why aren't things changing? Things are becoming stagnant again, because that's what happens. When you sit in one place for a long time, when you constantly do the same things over and over and over, you become stagnant. Things don't move. Life is supposed to be full of movement. It's supposed to be full of change. It's supposed to be full of excitement, activity different kinds of emotions. Our bodies are supposed to move. That's what the word emotion is. It's our energy in motion to allow us to experience the things that life is bringing to our door. So when you feel as though you are unsatisfied in your life, take a look and see what hasn't changed for a long time. Have you not exercised for a long time? Maybe you get up in the morning and you say, wow, I really wish I could lose some weight, or maybe I really wish I could gain some weight, or I really wish my health was much better than it is right now. What are the actions that you have taken, and what are the actions that you have yet to take that are keeping you in the same state that you are right now? Because that's exactly what this is all about, is what state you are in. So the state that you are in is based off of how much change you are bringing to your life change that comes into your life is sitting at the door. You are the one that has to open it, bring it inside, make it a part of your house, make it a part of your life so that you will, in fact, experience that change, experience that satisfaction. Maybe it's not your health, though. Maybe it's your career. So in your career, do you feel completely unsatisfied? Are you another one of those souls out there that shows up every day, day after day, week after week, year after year for the same job just to get your paycheck? This is the saddest experience I have ever heard from so many people in my life. They get up every day so they can go to work because it's just a paycheck. It's 40 hours a week that I have to suffer, and then the rest of the week I can have all to myself while I complain about my job that I have to go back to in a day or two. This is complete unsatisfaction. If you are not allowing the change in your life to occur, if you are preventing it from happen, be, happening because of, say, your internal fear or the thoughts in your head as to, well, I better not do that at work because they might think less of me or I might get in trouble or I might lose my job. When we allow things to change, when we step across the line that we have drawn in the sand for ourselves, then we can experience what it is that is truly satisfactory when it comes to, example, career. 
in your career, if you are constantly doing the same things, if you are not refreshing your mind, if you are not educating yourself constantly outside of the job, because most people will get to their workplace and think, well, I have a college education, I have done all kinds of training, I have life experience, so I don't need to learn anything new, I know exactly what I'm doing. I mean, that's a bunch of bullcrap, if you ask me. We have to constantly be learning. I may have gotten my education in acupuncture. I may have, well, I did, not may have. I I got my education in acupuncture. I have accomplished a number of different things in my life. Now I am a professor at a local university. I am also running my own business. I could, in fact, at this point in my life, say, this is all I want to do. I want to stop right now. This is the ceiling in the house that I have created for myself, and I will not allow myself to grow anymore. So we have the experience of emotion turning our body into motion, so energy and motion allowing ourselves to move to change how we are, and then we also have that movement in our careers, in our personal lives, allowing us to do what? Allowing us to grow. If we do not allow ourselves to grow in our own life by learning new things, by reading new books, listening to new uh, speeches or lectures or, or different people speaking on a different way to do what it is that we are doing in our lives, in our careers, uh, a different way to experience what it is that we are, are uh, going through in our life, then there is no chance for us to learn something new. We must be humble in all that it is that we know. Because the moment you say, I know, is the moment you don't. Maybe it's not your body that you're unsatisfied with. Maybe it's not your career that you're unsatisfied with. Maybe it's your relationships. Maybe it's the relationship you have with your spouse or don't have. Maybe it's the relationship you have with your children or don't have. Or maybe it's the relationship you have with friends or even just yourself. The relationships in our lives, if we are not taking care of them the way that we should be taking care of ourselves, then of course they're going to suffer. Most people say that, well, over time, the flame, that love, that sensation, that I want to be next to this person, I won't separate from them ever. Those sensations that you get when you first meet a person, when you first start to date them, go out with them, and then build a relationship with them, start to maybe move in with them. And then eventually, maybe you get married, and then year after year, and then child after child, another year after year, maybe another child. What usually happens as people claim, they say the flame goes out. That passion is no longer there, they think. That uh, uh, sense of desire for one another has dissipated. All of these, all of these are based off of our ability to make a change in our lives. Our ability to make a decision that says, I will not have anything less than what I truly desire in this life, what I truly need, what I truly want. If relationships are the place where you know that things are suffering a little bit or a lot, 
then that's the area where you need to take a look and see what are the patterns that I have done and created and repeated day after day, year after year in my life, in our lives, that has kept us at this exact same point and prevented us from growing in our relationship, from growing together, not growing apart. Because we need attraction. We need things to come together. We need those opposites. We need things to pull us back into place. If we don't have the, that energy that is pulling us back into place, reaching for one another, saying, yes, I truly love you with all of myself, with my heart, my mind, my soul, with every ounce of my being. If we can't realize that and say that to ourselves and to our loved ones each day, then there is no way that our relationships will survive long term. So the statistics, whatever they might be in terms of marriage versus divorce versus separation, uh, all of these statistics, if we move them to the side and we get down to the nitty gritty of the actual relationship, then we will see that something became stagnant along the way. In our lives, when we are stagnant, obviously nothing moves. And just like a body of water, if it remains stagnant for a long time, things start to grow in there that shouldn't grow. Things start to live in there that should have never lived in there in the first place. This kind of an environment, when we create it, is essentially a house of disease. And I don't mean viruses, bacteria. I mean dis-ease. It's the absence of feeling as though this is exactly where I want to be. Because that is ultimately what a state of ease truly is. This is exactly where I want to be. And this is exactly what people should strive for in their relationships, in their career, in their physical health, their mental health. So if you right now in your life are feeling unsatisfied, stop, take a look, at your own life and see the patterns. Look for the things, the routines that you set, maybe unknowingly, that have kept you in this specific place. Nothing will move you out of these patterns until you actually find them, recognize them, and commit to changing them so that you, in fact, will have the life that you wish to have. First, examine your life. See what it is that is repeating itself. Come up with a plan to end that repetitive suffering that you are creating for yourself. And then put it into action. If you don't put it into action, it will never disappear. It will never change. It will always be there, whether it disappears for a little while and then resurfaces like a, a, a horrible ache in your back. It's sometimes there, it's sometimes not. It comes and it goes. That's exactly what these unsatisfactory patterns in our lives do. That's how our emotions get stuck. They come and they go. Depression, it comes on and it goes away. Patterns develop these nasty, these horrific, these life-ending experiences that we have time and time and time again. 
If you want to make a difference in your life, again, examine your life. Just as I examine patients, examine your life as though it is the only patient you have that you will care for with all of your might, with all of your effort, with all of your time. Examine yourself. Come up with a way to treat yourself. My ways of treating people, sometimes I use needles. Sometimes I use words and conversation. A lot of the times, in fact. After you come up with that treatment plan, put it into action. Figure out the things afterwards that worked. Figure out the things that didn't work. And then change it. If it doesn't work the first time, what do you do? You don't stop and give up. If you stop and give up, you weren't committed in the first place. You didn't truly understand and feel with your entire body what it is that commitment truly is. Commit to something. Aim your nose right in the direction you want to go and walk there with eyes wide open, head standing tall, chest pushed forward, and your legs thrusting off at the ground, pushing you in that direction. That is how you should feel when you approach the desire for change. That is how you commit. Put yourself in motion to gain momentum. When you gain momentum, it's just like going from standing to running. You have to start from standing, push a little bit off the ground to get yourself to start walking, and then a quick walk, and then a jog, and then an all-out run. That is how we get from point A to point B. It doesn't happen just like that, but we can change our mindset just like that. Put our bodies into motion, put our minds into motion, put our lives into motion. That's all for today's podcast. I thank you for tuning in today. My name is Justin Flinner, and this is the Justin Flinner Podcast by My Metro Medicine. I hope you all enjoyed this one, and be sure to tune in next week for the Justin Flinner Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. The Justin Flinner Podcast is brought to you by My Metro Medicine an organization dedicated to helping people improve their lives by learning to empower themselves and take control of their own life. Any form of reproduction or distribution of this podcast or the information contained in this podcast is strictly prohibited. Should you have any questions on how to use this podcast or the information contained within this podcast, please contact MyMetroMedicine at info at MyMetroMedicine.com.